Okay, welcome back to Honestly, I Don't Get It. I'm Zane, if you didn't already know that. And I'm Ingrid, if you didn't already know that. <laughs> Shortly, we're going to be joined with our friend, Sarah, which um, has been my friend since the 6th or 7th grade and has just met Ingrid fairly recently. Um, We actually went to 3rd grade together, so we've been friends for longer than you've been friends, so... Anyway, today's episode is going to be focusing on our summer job at this Italian restaurant <laughs> where Ingrid Italian in quotes. Italian in quotes. Yeah, we can, you can't really see us, but we're doing quotes. Um, and just our experiences at the restaurant, how close Ingrid and Sarah got. And uh, later in the episode, we're going to be touching on car rides and kind of the importance of friendship. And car rides, I guess. Like, how, how much car rides mean to friendship. Um, so, Sarah, hey. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, this is weird to me, new to me. No, it is. You kind of, like, you're in a room by yourself, but you still feel like you have an entire audience. Yeah, I know. I was, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a little bit, like, I'm a little bit nervous, not gonna lie. Well, don't be. Because we're going to start talking about Tosto. Oh, can I say the restaurant name? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Tosto. It's like free, free publicity. Free publicity. No publicity is bad publicity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, every time oh. I like, pass by it, it looks empty, though. Like the parking Every looks, time I pass by it, I get very empty. I try and like peer in for like the th- really quick second that the train passes by, but I'm like... No, no I get like no nightmare flashbacks of that restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how did you get this job, Ingrid? Um, I... We got this job together. Online. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, like, right mid-first year, second semester, and I was like, oh, shit, I ran out of all my money, I need a fucking job, so I went on Indeed, and Zane was, like, kind of looking for a job, too. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna go online and see what's around, so there was, like, a new restaurant opening up, and they said they d- needed, like, no experience. Um, they would train you on, like, anything. I remember a big thing was we hire based off of character. Character, yeah, that's Blah, blah, blah. We were promised $12, which was not a, not a lot above minimum wage. It was only 50 cents above you minimum wage. You guys got $12? They we said they said twelve dollars on okay. Indeed. I was gonna so say like, that's okay, a lot of sweet. bullshit. You know what? No experience. It's a new upcoming restaurant, up and coming restaurant. Like it's it'll be fun. You could be like a front of house person, or you could just be like a pizza maker, or like something like that. I don't know. They, it wasn't very specific, but it, it was a very catchy like profile. It, it was, and then we went. Ingrid and Ingrid was like, "Oh my god, come with me!" Blah, no, blah, blah. and I sent in. I emailed the. I emailed or sent in my resume and like immediately they were like, yeah, 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 come in for an interview, like sure, sure, sure. And I was like, Zane, come with me because like I don't want to go alone and like we can just you get a job a together. Drive too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, we like walked in and it was like under construction. It was like just being made. They were supposed to open soon, but there was nothing ready in the store yet. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I think that's why they hired us so fast is because they really needed us there yeah. because no one else was there. They didn't have staff. They fully just didn't have staff. Literally. Um, so we started training at a downtown location first, but, uh, it was honestly just like, it was so fun. Like we got to make our own food. Like before the summer started, really, it was great. Mm -hmm. But then fast forward a little bit into the summer (laughs) is where Sarah comes in. Uh, when hell, all hell broke loose. (laughs) (laughs) So basically Sarah needed a job and she was like having a lot of time, a lot of 
trouble finding one. Yeah. Where did you look, Sarah? Where did you look for a job? Uh, like, indeed, indeed. Like, all the, like, typical places. Honestly, it was just True. my fault loafing on finding a job for the summer and, like, yeah. Basically, it was, like, a month into the summer or, like, a little bit less than a month into the summer. Yeah, yeah. But everyone had already gotten their summer part-time job, so no one was hiring anymore. Yeah. So I asked my boss, I was like, oh, blah, 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 my friend's, like, really looking to, uh, she's, like, really wants to work here, she really wants a job, blah, 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 which was, like, I, I was trying to do Sarah a favor, but I think it actually, <laughs> it worked out against her favor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's money, right? But in the end. It's money, but, like, at what cost? Yeah, exactly. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got her an interview, and yeah. she comes in, and it was, like, do you want to explain this? Yeah, I'll explain this. So, honestly, the quickest interview I've ever had in my life. And, like, I remember I was, like, preparing myself for all the, like, bullshit. Um, sorry, can I swear on this? Yeah, yeah. you can. It's okay. explicit. It's rated explicit <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. All right. So, yeah, I remember, like, preparing myself, like, for all the bullshit uh, questions they're going to ask. Like, oh, what are your strengths? What are your... I don't know, like, what's this, what's the situation you've been in, or, so I was preparing for those questions, literally, all he asked me was, um, what was it even, like, tell me, no, no, he was, like, just, like, tell me about yourself, and literally, I start going on, and I'm, like, I'm trying to make myself, like, seem like I know what I'm doing, and literally, he cuts me off, and he's, like, okay, you can, like, start in, like, two days, and that was it, that was it. And yeah, he was a very weird. It, yeah, yeah, so that's kind of like was the interview process for us. We sent in our resume, which you didn't even have to send in your resume. But we he sent didn't. In our he resume. didn't. He didn't take my resume. Like he knew nothing about me, and he just <laughs> handed me the job. That's so hilarious. like, yeah, we got the job like after the first interview, which was like incredibly quick. Which I was like extremely happy about. It's like, oh my god, it's gonna be so fun. No, we were standing in the middle of like a. a renovated. It was under construction. Under construction restaurant, and he's like, honestly. I'm gonna be straight up with you guys. You already got the job. I'm hiring you off character, and we we're like, oh sweet, like you don't literally. know anything about us. Exact same, like exact same sick thing he told people. Me. We thought we were so sick. Like I remember leaving the interview, being like, oh yeah, like this guy knew how sick we were. Like we're great. We walked in all like professional, and you were like, yeah, I've been here before. Like great restaurant because they had other locations, and you were like, I lied. Yeah, I actually have never been, but I googled the place before, and I saw that they were on Uber Eats. So as soon as we showed up to the interview, I was like, oh my god, blah blah blah, this place is amazing. Like. <laughs> I Uber eats them Google. all the time when I, I live like, downtown. Yeah, yeah, sick. <laughs> Google's what Pudinesca is. <laughs> so it was just like it was, it was great when we all first started, and then I feel like, and then it actually just turned into a restaurant. We were like, oh shit, none of us know how to deal in like a legit restaurant, it, fast-paced, chaotic environment. Like shit would happen. And we're like, oh, um, shit, that's an issue. We need to resolve it. <laughs> I mean, um, no, you're cutting that no, out. No, I have to cut that out. I have to cut that out. But it was just like, it was incredibly fast paced. And like, none of us have ever worked in a restaurant before. Like no one, no one has ever worked in a restaurant no. before. And it was just so messy, like messy staff. But like, like I remember I halfway through our manager stopped showing up. Mm-hmm. It was um, literally this, this honey, amazing, sorry, honey, the manager didn't even show up uh, to my first training and didn't even know that I was working there oh sorry I trained you you did and that was no, after not first was did i train you first shift no you trained me after two weeks when they finally figured out oh uh this girl isn't trained and she doesn't know how to do anything so i started training you on front of house and i remember i would like 
purposely boss you around because I didn't want to do things. It's like, oh, you have literally, to clean bathrooms. Literally. And then you're like, no, I don't. And I was like, yeah, you do. You need to learn how to do it. Oh, my God. The bathroom. But the thing is, time went by really fast because, like, it would go... Because it would get so busy and we would all just, like, buckle down and, like, work through the really hectic times. And it would just get, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something, like, rewarding about it, though. When you, like, fill orders on time and, like, people are like, hey, that was great. And you're like, I, oh, fuck yeah. Like, cus- I made that. Customer service, honestly, when you're doing a good job. And it you're feels actually- great. When you're doing a shit job, you're like, I literally want to die because I'm fucking everybody over. But it's, like, kind of my fault. But it's, like, kind of not my fault. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. when you're doing a good job and your customers are actually showing appreciation. I remember this one day. Oh, my God. I was, like, I... No matter, like, how shitty the day I was going through, I would always come and I would always have this, like, really fake personality. Like, hey, guys, welcome to Tosto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How's your day? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And it used to, like, everyone used to be, like, It was like, like a switch. It was like a it switch. Was, it was like switch. And yeah. then the second you step into the kitchen, you're like, oh, who the fuck is making this? I'm not making this. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> Literally. Because, like, obviously you have to show the customer your best face. So, like, I remember I, there was these customers who were so nice to me. There was, like, two Oakville moms and they were so sweet. And... I was like, they did, they've never been there before. They were just like, they had driven for like two hours or something because they were, oh no, no, they were like somewhere like. They were like know, coming back from the cottage. Coming back from the cottage, yeah. Yeah. And then they were like extremely hungry. It was like a Sunday night and I was like recommending what they should eat. And then I was like, okay, how about you take this? And if you don't like it, like I'll get you something else, I promise. And then they ended up loving the recommendations and they were so nice. They came behind the counter. They gave me a hug. And when I went to clean up their table... There was a napkin, and it was just written. It was, like, a smiley face on it, and they had this entire, like, paragraph written down about how, like, amazing I was. And it was... I literally went to the bathroom and cried. No, and you also so you nice. also posted it on the board, on, like, the employee board. I didn't. <laughs> did. Oh, okay, I thought you oh, did. Oh, I have to I cut like, that out. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so what's your plan for this summer? What are you guys thinking about a part-time job-wise? Honestly, I am going to try to find something graphic design related mm-hmm. in downtown. I know I do have my own company. Shout out to In Primo Design. Um, but I do, I, want, I really want to focus either on getting In Primo Design up and just doing really great. Because, like, summer is a great time for marketing and promotion. People, like, it's insane. And I can really get myself out there. But I also want to get some professional experience. So if I if I can go get a job at a design firm downtown, or like, I feel like Toronto, Toronto, mm. it would be it would be great. But also I really kind of want this summer to to be with my friends because I remember last summer we were all mm-hmm. really distant. It was really sorry. I said we're all, we were all kind of distant. Like we were all doing our own stuff and mm-hmm. yeah. like didn't make time for each other, which was really shitty. Yeah, we all had different jobs that different schedules like didn't permit us to see each other that often which is why if I can focus on Imprimo itself I really want to do that because I want to be able to be that person that can be whenever like flexible to to have fun whenever because I remember last year it was like oh I work this day you work this day oh you worked at Jeff's for the end of the summer right oh my god I got a job towards the end of the summer you have to talk about um the what the shit that went down right before you quit oh my god okay <gasps> like we didn't so even do, is... we didn't really talk about like all this like stories from we hell. just we got Sorry, off topic I got really I, I fast have said yeah that. anyway um the theft oh my god no no not theft by the way but yeah we'll get to that but it was just like 
basically I had to train Sarah myself and it was like, it was a shit show at first, but then I was like, okay, I actually have to train this girl. I don't want her to like be lost all the time. So I trained her. I'd like to think I did a pretty good job. What do you think? No, you did. You did a good job. Like I literally did not know how to do anything. Like I didn't know how to make a simple coffee with the espresso machine, let alone, I thought it was espresso before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's my biggest pet peeve. I can have a double shot of espresso. Yeah. It's espresso bitch. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, but it was it was it was fun. I trained you, and it was honestly being on the job, especially when it was all three of us, was so incredibly fun it was because fun. we, we just, just got to see each other. We got to hang out. We got to when it wasn't busy during the week, we had to like fuck around. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes time to breaks, like you can make your own food. And I remember we would like. Oh my god! Yeah. We I would. do miss that job because like, you did get free food and it was so blessed. You got free food and, you and could it make... was like, you could mix like whatever food. the fuck exactly. you want. So I always remixed my fucking... Mm-hmm. I always used to put chicken in my Norma's. Norma was like this veggie, vegetarian pasta with a rosé sauce. But I always I was, used to oh, put... Oh, fuck, Norma was good. We should go there. Norma the was menu, good. The me- no, guys, the menu was so great when we first got there. I went a couple of days ago to try to pick up a check that I still haven't gotten. And they changed the whole menu, and it's really? so it's so shitty now. Nothing. What is it? Is it like just still like, pizza and pasta? Like yeah, but it's like really really basic stuff. Like they feel, like from they they dumb down the menu basically. Okay. It's really whitewashed from yeah. told me. Yeah. Like I remember when we were there, they used to. Oh, and I need to cut her name out again. I can't say her name. Okay. How about we um, just? How about we like make up names? So. Jessica. Jessica. So from yeah, now on, we're going to be referring Jessica. to... She's going to uh, listen to me like, bitch, that's me! That's fucking me! <laughs> what, from, what, <laughs> from now on, we're going to be referring to this manager type person as Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Just because uh, lawsuit purposes and, uh, you know, other stuff. But, um, yeah, it was just, it was... Uh, God damn, what was okay, it? Okay, basically, this is how it went. There was a... There was... Because they don't understand, like, the type of job it was, like, I, or do they? Okay, so the this type is of how... restaurant. The type of restaurant it was was the one that, like, you order at the front, and then you wait 15 minutes, and then... It's if like, you've ever been Panera. to a Panera, it's yeah, the same Panera. thing. Panera, okay. You order, you get a number, you sit down, they call the number, you get it, that's it. But and then you have to put your food away, like, you have to put your dishes... Which in, no like, one special... ever did. Which no, no one, one ever, ever did. did. It was really annoying, yeah. Yeah. So basically, end of the story is, you're basically doing every job... In yeah. the restaurant because of the the way it's set up. Yeah, if it was if it was uh, busy, you'd be doing dishes while you were taking orders, and mm-hmm. you'd be thrown on pasta. So I was, I was like the longest. Me and Ingrid were the longest employees at that location because mm-hmm. we had started from the start. So we knew how to do front of house. I was trained on front of house and back of house. Ingrid is only trained on back of house. So we would run. I would run sometimes. I'd be taking orders. I'd be making a pasta and then have to go do dishes in the back all within the span of 10 minutes. And it got, um, got pretty, it got honestly pretty exhausting because mm-hmm. it was just like so much work. Mm-hmm. But basically they moved from a very homemade, uh, prep everything type of thing to what Jessica told us. Mm-hmm is they were buying their own pesto, they were buying their sauces, they weren't making anything mm-hmm. in-store anymore. It was, like, fresh, made-from-scratch pasta, dough was made in-house. It was very time-consuming, but, like, the the, the quality outcome. was really yeah. hot. Like, it, yeah. Was yeah. Great. it was good food. It was really, really good food, actually. Like, okay, it just so went our, our listeners are gonna hear um, a cat toy. That's because mm-hmm. my cat just walked into my room with a toy right now. 
and now <laughs> he's meowing. <laughs> but um, yeah, basically, it was it, it was great up until the end. So there was this one time. It was was it right after Canada Day? What was yeah. Canada Day? It was right after Canada Day. What I remember movie? Ingrid and I got re- no when I was leaving when I left. Oh yeah. Ingrid and I got a huge fight on Canada Day because she had to go somewhere and then she wasn't going to be out of there in time and she was just like getting really pissy, and you have to admit you were getting pretty pissy. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so I was, like, trying to, like, calm her down, and I was like, honestly, just leave, like, take the train, I will, I'll get, I'll I'll finish the rest of the shift, so I left, I, she left, and I was, we finished cleaning up, and then Jessica, the manager, the supervisor, uh, she wasn't, the manager, what, what are we gonna, what are manager. we gonna, what are we gonna call the uh, manager? We're not gonna call the manager anything, he doesn't deserve um, <laughs> our speech. Oh. Um, can we just call so him, like, Satan, we, can we call him Satan? Sorry? Can we just call him Satan? No, we're not even going to talk about him. We're almost done talking about Tosca. Okay, all right. Um, so basically, Jessica's like, oh, no, you can leave, whatever, I'm almost done. So this was like nine-ish, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to go to... I, I, was, I had to go home. there was home. parties that night. I was like, can't It was Canada Day. You here. had to go downtown Toronto. Yeah. I was like pretty close, so I told you to go home, which is pretty cool. Um, so I ended up going home at nine. I went home, changed... Uh, like, grab my backpack and then headed to the party. And then next week, we're there. And then we get, like, reamed out by our boss. He's like, what the fuck? Like, she was here by herself until 2 a.m. I didn't get reamed out. I got reamed out. Mm. And then he was like, she was here until 2 a.m. And then she was just standing next to him. Like, she told him that she was there. And then she told him that I left her. And then I went up to her and I was like, what the fuck? Like, why did you say that I left you? You told me to leave. And she's like, I never told you that. And I was like, um... Oh. Anyway, so it was, like, really messy, and then a couple of days later, I guess he was, like, looking over the books, and he was, like, there's $200 missing, or, no, it was $126.13, oh, I know this. fucking remember. No, because remember, we switched shifts, so it was, like, it, oh, it looked, it looked, yeah. it looked sketchy, but it, it wasn't. It looked suspicious, because on Canada Day, money went missing, and that money that went missing was... We, me and Sarah switched shifts, so I guess in his mind, he thought that, oh, I switched shift with Sarah because I knew that there was no one going to be there, so I was going to steal. But honestly, sweetie, I don't need $126.13. Like, that's... But when you're working at minimum wage, it's a lot of money, so he's like, mm, yeah, maybe he doesn't need that money. But I don't, I don't, I really didn't care for it. So anyways, he straight up accuses me of stealing it over the phone, and I'm like, um, what? And then... I'm just like so confused. Yeah, I'm like, like what's he didn't. Happening? He didn't give you the benefit of the doubt at all. Like he was just straight up ac- accusing me. He wasn't asking me. Oh, like where where could the money have been misplaced? Mm-hmm. He was like, you stole it. Blah blah blah. And he straight up was like, you stole it. And I was like, how about I come in tomorrow morning and we deal with this? So me, being the petty like petty piece of shit that I am, <laughs> dressed up and head to toe like I remember I was wearing like my Balmain loafers. I was wearing like really nice <laughs> jeans. I was wearing, like, this, like, ball man button-up shirt, and I had, like, my really nice watch on. And I walked in, and I had, like, my hands crossed on the table to show off the watch. Because I wanted to let I, him literally, know I don't need to steal your money from you. I, I was there for that shift. So I saw you walked in, and you gave me the little smirk. Like, you know it was, like, you know that you dressed yourself like that. Just so, like, he could be like, oh, shit, maybe he didn't steal. Yeah, so basically, I get there. And then he's asking me where the money is, where the money is. And halfway through, he's like, oh, we found out that it was a problem with back office. So back office is the system 
that's in charge of the POS, the point of sale system. And he was like, oh, is the problem with adding it up? The money is there. It just went in through the debit machine, not cash. So no money was actually stolen. Mm-hmm. But he spent half of the time accusing me, telling and, me and, that it was stolen, and, even though he knew that it wasn't. And remember, he even said, "I'm like you." I remember specifically, you said, "Like check the security cameras. You can check the security yeah. cameras." And he like he wouldn't he wouldn't check them. Yeah, every time I cashed out, I sat in plain view of the security cameras. So, just I'm 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 paranoid like that. If anything were to happen, I want that to be accounted for. And I was telling him, check the security cameras, check the security cameras, check the security cameras. And he wouldn't. So, basically, he was there and he was like, I don't want to fire you. I value as an employee. And I straight up was like, honestly, I don't value you as an employer. Because instead of asking me or trying to figure out or investigating where this money went, you straight up went to me within the first five minutes of you finding out about it. And straight up just accused me of stealing, which I would never in a million years do. And then he was like, no, I didn't, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I have the text conversations right here. And there's like, it really upset me. And then he was like, blah, blah, blah. Well, we'd love to have you like on our team still if you'd like. And I was like, no, like honestly. And I was like, and I was like, with all due respect, I don't respect you as an employer. I don't respect you as a manager. And I don't think I can continue to work under someone that's so irresponsible. Um... And I'd like to hand in my two weeks. And it was something, and I, he was like looking at me and he was like giving me a look and he was like, you don't even need to hand in your two weeks. And I was like, oh, um, like just basically telling me like quit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. So I en- ended up like only doing like a couple of days notice and I just left. Um, <laughs> why I left Hosto. <laughs> <laughs> why clickbait. I left Hosto clickbait, yeah. My, my boss is a Trump supporter? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Honestly, I wouldn't um, be surprised though. <laughs> but I ended up getting like literally a job within like three days, which mm-hmm. was like really nice. But I didn't get to see my friends at all because it was a nine to five, um, Mondays to Fridays. It was a blessed job, though. Zane. It was. It was a blessed job, but mm, priorities. Priorities. Starting your own business. <laughs> um, but yeah. So. What else happened at that job? I think I was there. I like, left, and you guys were there for a good month mm-hmm. after I was. The month after mm-hmm. you left was like truly when it went completely downhill Do you guys yeah. like talk for about me that? for me like just the whole like I don't know if we can talk about this but like the whole thing that went down with the manager and the the case oh, oh. basically something went to court which yeah. we actually cannot <laughs> talk about yeah. someone got sued twice there was the WSIB workplace safety board mm-hmm, came in mm-hmm. um and it's so funny it's so in. funny because like can we talk about you? We can't even talk about um, like the context of it, can we? No, we can't. We can't. We can or can't? It's actually no, no. We can't. We're not allowed to. Uh, the reason it's unclear with us and Sarah right now. Sarah's actually not on location. She is um, in London, Ontario, because uh, she's at school right now. Because she actually goes to school. I'm like Ingrid I and I, I have to no, like, dropout gang. So um, I'm getting close to there. I'm getting close to dropping out. Oh my out. god! No, you have to. You have to stay. Yeah. No. Um. But that's a different. That's a different episode, right? Honestly. Dropping yeah. out and school. If you want to be on another. No, episode. no, no. I'm just like. Yeah. It's just a whole but different yeah. topic. Okay. So, um, unfortunately, Sarah does have to go, and 
Sorry, I just got a weird email. Unfortunately, Sarah does have to go, and uh, we'll have her on a future episode. But yeah, so I love you, Sarah. We'll see you soon. I love you too. Thanks for see having you, me. Sarah. See you, Andrew. Love you guys. Thanks for contributing. <laughs> no worries. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to send me the recording. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Okay. Now that Sarah is not with us. We can, I guess, get to our second topic, which we don't really have that much time for because we are going a little bit over to our time limit. We are hitting 30 minutes soon. Um, But our second topic, uh, we really wanted to focus on car rides, which I actually really, really want to focus on car rides. Car rides are like... Because you don't have your G2. I don't have my G2, but like... You do have your G2, you just don't drive. Dude, I just don't have the money or insurance. Which is okay, which is okay. And I'm, I'm like... Like, if I drew, if I had a car, you know we'd be tearing it up. Oh, 100%. 100%. But, like, that's just, like, not Ingrid, a Ingrid either. doesn't drive, and whenever we go out or whenever she wants to come over, I hate driving. So whenever she has... Okay, but, dude, it's... No, no, no. Okay, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. Whenever she has to come over, I have to literally get out of bed. I have to change. I have to go pick her up, and then I have to go back to my house, and then I have to go drop her off as soon as we're, ha- we're done hanging out, which is okay, but, like, recently I've just been, like, incredibly tired, but... What I kind of wanted to talk about is not that. What I want to talk about is, like, that experience in grade 11 when your first friend gets their license Mm. and you're leaving, you're, like, whipping with your friends at Mm. lunch to go to, like, Dairy Queen or, like, McDonald's or something. And I just want to talk about that. It's so wholesome. It's so high school. Yeah, and not just the high school aspect of it. Like, even when they come back for the summers, like, people driving around in cars, listening to music, parking in random parking lots, like, that's what I mean by the friendship of Mm -hmm. car rides. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... For me, you, it's even, like, a family thing, though, because, like, I love going on drives to, like, pick up somebody from an airport or, like, pick up someone from a train station or pick up someone from a school. Like, it's just so nice to, like, have some... Like, see a familiar face after a long honestly, time. Honestly, yeah. Just, and just, like, it, do something with someone. And there's just something I feel... I don't want to sound stupid, but I feel like there's something so intimate about a car ride when it's just you and one other person and you're listening to music and you're just talking Mm -hmm. or like you park in a parking lot and I'm not talking like anything like sexual or anything. I'm just talking about literally just like... No one mentioned anything about that. I wanted to clear it up. I don't know. Just like talking, like just two friends talking. It's nice. It's like you're going somewhere. It's a trip. It's a destination. It's... You feel like you're you're in your own little world. See, the thing is I just love like being in being in between places like it's like even train rides and bus rides it's like you're going somewhere and in that time i hate train rides i'm i fucking i feel like that goes back to what i was saying last episode about going to school about going to school like i love toronto now because like i'm not in school and i'm not i don't have to worry about that but train rides i feel like still takes me back to when i was commuting to school because every time i go to toronto it's the same ride it's the same scenery and it just feels so draining honestly but i do get how people can like i used to love them when i was in high school when i used Mm -hmm. to go downtown just like fuck around with my Mm -hmm. friends but now i can't stand them yeah like i always try to figure out like to go super early or like pretty late to take an express train Mm -hmm. but like i don't know um it's just like with your friends, like, high school, like, I, even when my friends come back from university, from their own respective universities to visit, a large chunk of our time is spent in cars, either deciding where to go, or on our, en route to our destination, and it's such a wholesome time, because you're just with your friends, you're hanging out, and you're just, it's just you guys, mm-hmm. and no one's, like, hardly anyone's on their phone, usually, and it's just, like, it's nice, 
Um, yeah, it is nice. And, like, I feel like that a lot of people keep talking about, like, that. You're, like, really quiet today. Like, after after we hung up with Sarah. And I'm just like, thinking about what to talk about. Yeah, same. But, like, I feel like this goes goes to what we're going to cover in the next... Well, next episode's going to really cover social media and kind of the toxicity of social media versus the the ben- like the benefits of social media in our everyday life in our social life as well but i feel like in car rides what i like about them is usually people aren't on their phones they're on their phones to pick their music but that's it people are just talking to each other people just like hang out mm-hmm. and that's how it is with my friends at least but i feel like obviously we'll cover more in the next episode but i feel like now it's just like it's so annoying when you're out with your friends and everyone's just on their phone yeah, that's literally the worst thing ever. That's why whenever we go to a restaurant, I'm always like, okay, put your phone in the middle because like I just want to talk to you. You and Sarah do that a lot. You and Sarah always make us stack yeah, our phones in the center. Like, okay, I've been on my phone for like the past like two days, just like whatever, being alone and shit. It's like, but I see you. Like, I want to be with you. Especially when your friends come back to visit from their yeah, universities. Like, who are you talking to? I don't see you who guys. You? So it's like, who cares? Like, who cares what people on their phone are doing? Everyone's just trying to like make themselves seem cooler than they actually are. So why don't you just try and be the best person you can be when you're with someone else? Like, yeah. Why wouldn't you want to put that forward? Why would you want to be on your phone checking what other people are doing? Like, it's yeah. just such a stupid, vicious cycle. Yeah. No, I totally understand. Um, but also, it's like the thing of, like, when you're out, you want to let everyone know you're out. Yeah. So no, it's like, 100%. Oh, fuck. What am I going to post on my story to, like, make it seem like I'm out? And but, if you're, like... If not you that I of... care that I'm out, but I'm out. But, like... And if you kind of, like, like someone, you want to get... Like, obviously, incredibly juvenile, but if you like someone, you want to get their attention. You want to mm-hmm. post that that story on Instagram or that story on Snapchat. You want to get their attention. Mm-hmm. It's, honestly, it's, it's shoot your shot. Shoot yeah. your shot. It's like... Yeah, it's it's very it's a it's like a science almost. It's like a political science. <laughs> Shut up. Honestly, no, I hate I hate like metro political science. Like I'm a dropout. Like this is like all constantly constantly think of it. But um Yeah. No, I I it's it honestly it's an art. Mm-hmm. That thirst trap. That's it's an art. an art for sure. Um but yeah, I think this concludes today's episode. Do you think so too? Yeah. Yeah, so tune in next week. We're not sure if we're going to have a guest for that one. But, um, again, we're not sure if it's going to be weekly either. It's just going to be whenever a new new content comes in. But uh, I would like to thank Sarah Helich for today's episode. She is great. If you want to go follow her on Instagram, it's Helich Sarah, H-E-L-L-I-C-H, Sarah, S-A-R-A, no H. Um, but, yeah. If you want to go follow her on Instagram and then follow us on Instagram, my Instagram is tbhzain. That's tbhzain. Mine's ingridrubic. I don't really post that much, but um, you don't have to shout on Instagram because they found it through our Instagram. But what if they didn't? They found it through the Apple Podcasts app. If you find this through the Apple Podcasts app, please DM us on Instagram and let us know what you thought of this episode. If you are our friends, please DM us and let us know what you thought of this episode. Um, unfortunately, there's no sponsor for today's episode. My company can't afford to sponsor <laughs> us two times Zane's, in a row. Zane's cat, Didi. Dexter, actually. Dexter. Dexter's just been roaming in and out. That is Dexter. Dexter. Anyway. Love you guys. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you maybe next week, maybe before. We don't know. Good night.